And now we continue our continuing coverage of the 2023 No Cohem Expo, and we're here with another featured speaker that spoke this past weekend at the event. Uh, she serves the regulated cannabis industry with standard operating procedures, management software, and tools and education so that operators build a professional and profitable business, and that is Build My SOP. And I'm joined right now with the founder and CEO of Build My SOP, uh, Katie Cravens here on our Hi coverage there. of the No Cohem Expo. Thanks for being on. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. It's very important to me. I know when it comes to compliance, I've talked about that so many times on this program and on our companion series, Blunt Business. And so you create software that, and your background is as an expert of compliance, employee training, and SOPs, helping startups and existing cannabis companies with compliance and operating procedures. And you also host a monthly podcast called Ask Your Regulator, sharing knowledge of compliance practices in the cannabis industry. I could go in many different areas with this, Katie, because when it comes to compliance, we've talked in terms of regulation for the hemp industry. We know that the FDA now is no longer going to try to offer guidance on those regulations, while although they're the ones that are brought in, they're a part of the involvement of the 2024 hemp bill or 2023 hemp bill. And they want to let Congress now handle creating legislation to create those regulations in place. And without federal legalization, every state cannabis control board has to go ahead and implement their own rules, which are honestly below what the standards should be. And for hemp, uh, for instance, you know, you have either certified seals, certificates of analysis, or now there's the instilling, the instilling of good manufacturing practices, which is supposed to go ahead and be built to be made above and beyond. So when you look at the landscape of what there is in regulation and how people should follow it. What is something that you think is an overall issue that should be addressed regardless policing ourselves as an industry while waiting for some kind of guidance? Um, I think, you know, just identifying what the highest standards are in the industry, what you see other companies doing and following the highest standards. So not just, I mean, that's just good business practice. Um, and I try to tell, you know, both my, my cannabis and hemp clients this. Sometimes, um, you know, they'll read SOPs and they'll be like, well, this is a little overboard. Um, we're not required to do that. And I'm like, well, you will be at some point. Um, it is much easier to, to start with a compliant culture um, within your, your, you know, operational space than to try to enforce compliance later down the road. Um, getting that culture set for compliance right away is really the way that your organization is going to thrive and be able to, to take all of these changes. And so identifying what the highest standards are in the industry and just start there, start at the highest, um, figure out what they're doing in the pharmaceutical industry um, and, and try to replicate some of, some of that, because that's where this is going to go eventually. Um, I don't think for some of the other products, like, you know, it, I, I think it just depends on what cannabinoids are in the products. I think definitely for like CBN and things like that, it's going to be a lot more regulated, so for me, I just tell I just tell my operators, you know, set yourself at the highest standards. And then when different rule changes come through, maybe you're already doing that. Um, and that's not going to affect you because I have seen operators, you know, I, I know one of my one of my clients, there was a packaging change that affected them um, about two hundred thousand dollars. It took them to deal with those those packaging regulation changes. And I don't know a lot of my operators who could really uh, survive after that type of type of change and impact. Yep. I use this example, Katie, 
as many times as possible. I'm going to hit people over the head with this over and over and over. And I can even talk about where this story continues about Canada and can trust the fact that they had to go and destroy 77, what was it, what, $65 billion worth of cannabis plants and then a penalty of $12 billion destroying this company. And even just in December, they were still dealing with the issues of, you know, the fact that prosecution was collapsing against executives caught up in this. Like there was such a, just such a firestorm that came from this because of compliance. The health Canada, you know, the compliance boards in that country, they have their rules. Same thing can be applied here. If you don't follow the $200,000 penalty that you just referred to, but in a, such a grander scale, that wasn't I even a say, penalty. always that think was can't just, trust when you think compliance. I'm sorry. Go ahead, please. Yeah, that was just that was just what they had to pay to be able to comply with the new rule change. Right. So, but I mean, and and then you know, if we're talking cannabis, just in 2020, which was a really slow year for the marijuana enforcement division in Colorado, fines assessed were lowest seventy five hundred dollars all the way up to two hundred thousand dollars. Possible, you know, license forfeiture or closure. And then that was just from the state level. So locally, those fines went up to $400,000. Right. You spoke on a session called Why Stop Standard Operating Procedures Are Crucial for the Success of Your Cannabis Business. And in that point, would you basically say that while you create those SOPs, they need to be set at a level that is above and beyond what is the bare minimum of what a cannabis control board allows. Absolutely. And that's, that is why I say go to the highest standards that you have seen within the industry, do your homework and follow that because they will be there one, one day. And it's good business practice. These are your little golden nuggets. Why wouldn't you want to track them with the, you know, with, with the most, um, you know, uh, efficiency? Why, why wouldn't you want to treat your money um, like, like money. <laughs> you know, right. I see a lot of people treating the plants just like they're plants and they are, but right. They, they have a value to them. Um, and I think too, a lot of it is investing in your employees, investing in your training. So it's all good to have the right operations in place, but unless you have a way to scale those operations and a way to distribute all of that knowledge to your employees, um, and start to hold each other accountable. It's not just about holding the employees accountable for their job, but holding managers accountable and ownership accountable. SOPs do all of that. It makes things very, very clear. Um, and so that's, you know, that's you, you write your SOPs. And just because you do them one time doesn't mean they're done. Um, and, and, you know, SOPs are tricky. Not a lot of people love to, to put their time and energy into them because it's not actually creating product. But it's your foundation. It's your foundation to homogenize product. It's your foundation to a uh, compliant culture. It's your foundation to clear communication in the workplace. Um, it's your foundation to risk mitigation and management. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's, they, they are the foundation. And I, I see employees in this space just begging for clarity and begging for structure. And that all comes from SOPs. And so I mentioned before, uh, before 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We just started about GMPs and the thought that those standards created under the authority of the Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act, which is, I mean, if you want to get your products in the CVSs and Walmarts, and it is one that is definitely above, and like I said, what a cannabis control board gives out there for compliance, that is the bare minimum. And I'm just telling you that I think all those companies, large or small, always strive above and beyond and especially with a service that katie's providing here with build my sop that is what you're getting for this is that you are always going to stay well above and beyond to avoid any issues and to be able to go ahead and grow and cultivate and harvest the best possible product with a good system in place with our customization um, service, we will go in and identify any materials you're using, any equipment you're using. We work with a global compliance director. So if you do want to reach those GMP FDA levels, um, you can. Obviously, we cannot tell people that they can be FDA certified um, right now. That's going to take a little while. <laughs> um, right. But we, we can help them get as close as possible for when that change is going to happen. Um, and after a customization work is done with us, we look at the most current rules and regulations and we, we make sure that everything within your SOPs is reflecting, um, you know, compliance and that you guys are following the most current rules and regulations. And then after that, we can do quarterly, biannual and annual review and update services where we'll go in and talk to your um, employees about the operations and make sure everything is still the same as what's being reported in your SOPs. And then we'll also compare them to the most current rules and regulations. And I, with or without buildmysop.com, I really encourage operators to sit down with their teams biannually at the least, but really quarterly to sit down and review the SOPs with the team who's actually performing these procedures and making sure that everything is still good and opening up the table too. Maybe one of your team members has a really great idea that's going to save you time, which is money. Mm -hmm. Um, So sit down once a quarter, make it an open table discussion and talk about your processes. Right. Now, what you're doing is, again, is customizing because maybe not everyone's going to follow the same roadmap, but you're able to go ahead and identify what would work best for a build and get it taken care of. And with Build My SOP and the, standard operating procedure or solutions that you provide, what is the level that customers can expect to reach? Is it something near a GMP level certified operation? Like what, what's the standard yeah, you think is best question. set for? Yeah. We have a couple different services. So we offer templates. Um, it took me about five years of content development just to write these SOPs. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have them for all facility types, all facets of the, of the hemp and cannabis industry. Um, so you will, you know, say you have a retail store. We offer templates for how to run a retail store. Um, and we get you about 90% of the way there. So you can take those templates and run with them and you can edit them and do all the work on your own. That's one of our services. The other one is the customization. We go in and we get everything done. Everyone has the best intentions to get those SOPs done. But at the end of the day, those operators focus and their priority is getting product out of the door. Um, because that's what keeps the lights on. 
And these SOPs require a lot of time and focus. And so we will help people just get those done. Um, we aim for a four to six week turnaround um, on that those customization projects. And so they can really just start focusing on running the business. And then um, another service that we offer is, is helping people get to those GMP and FDA standards. Um, and we'll bring on our global compliance director that we work with um, and make sure that everything is up to up to those standards. So just it, it depends on how far the company wants to take it. And Katie, I must give, uh, I'll give you a lot of credit where the fact is on the website itself, buildmysop.com transparency. The pricing's on the front page. If you want to take a look for the plan of any size for the templates that are available from standard to customize. And when it comes to review services, whether it's annually, biannually, or quarterly, you have it out there. And you have a full gamut of standard operating procedures from Cultivation, manufacturing, the dispensary to transfer and delivery, you covered everything. And that's great. So I want to just send people once more to the website. And also you have a, a free audit checklist you can actually do right now if you go to the website. Tell us about that. Sure. Yeah, we came up with a free audit checklist. There's so many new operators. Um, it's really hard to understand the full umbrella of compliance, right? It took me it took me like four or five years to really understand all the different departments I had to satisfy. What do work with protection standards? What does the Department of Agriculture want under uh, WPS, right? That's a whole other department. So we kind of help you identify what uh, departments have authority to conduct audits within your facility and what you can expect those departments to ask you for. And so we've come up with, I think it's a 14-page document. Um, I have a customization client here in New Mexico who runs a retail dispensary. Uh, they followed all of our customization SOPs. I went in and did some training and they followed our audit checklist to a T. And they were actually the first company in New Mexico not to receive any violations from the Cannabis Control Division. That's a huge deal. There was two inspectors there and uh, Santiago even said, I can't leave here without giving you a violation. I've never done that before. And Dominic said, give it to me. I got Katie on my side. What do you, what do you need? What do you need to know? I got it. <laughs> right. So we were able to, help. And to me, that's the proof in the pudding. That call that day was like, okay, the last 10 years of my life makes sense. I'm doing something. <laughs> this is working. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so, all about yeah. transparency. I got really sick of the cannabis tax in this space. Um, you know, the hemp and cannabis tax, I just buying a computer, people are like, well, what are you doing it for? I'm like, what does it matter? What do you sell a computer for? Um, and I just, for me too, when I'm, when I'm as someone who is managing these operations and not being able to make the final decision on things, I needed to know the pricings on tools that would help me be the best manager I could be. Um, and I wanted to keep things affordable for those small to medium sized businesses that don't have the financial backing to access the type of support that we offer at Build My SOP. And so that was one of my huge things is keeping our price points to, to accessible to the people who really need it. Exactly. And for those who are looking for the Ask the Regulator podcast we mentioned before, uh, you actually have an eight-season series, eight-episode series already up on your website. Just look under media at buildmysop.com. Also blog posts, a lot of resources, lots of information. Yeah, we're on YouTube. You can subscribe yeah. with us there too. Excellent. But we, yeah, so the Ask the Regular podcast, a lot of fun. Um, our VP of Regulatory Affairs, Tom Mohan, served as a supervisory inspector for the Marijuana Enforcement Division for over seven years. And so we kind of get to pull back the curtain and really get the perspective of the of the regulator and, and what they're looking for, what's important on that side. Um, and I think there's been kind of a gap. Uh, I have a lot of my operators are scared to ask their regulator questions because they feel like that's going to be a red flag. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we're all doing this for the first time. Unfortunately, there are some regulators out there who are really difficult to work with. There's a lot of operators out there who are really difficult to work work with as well. Um, so, you know, just just being able to kind of ask ask the regulator questions and and knowing that you're safe there is something that we've been really excited to offer. Which is a nice inroad into saying, okay, but you know what? If I need to go ahead and get this done and I need to outsource this out because this is obviously we know the compliance for some people, it's like, do they want to be able to involve themselves in that process themselves? To do it in-house is very difficult. The police are very difficult. But if you have somebody out there as a third party, like Build My SOP, you bring them into Katie and her team into the fray and let them build out and customize this set of standard operating procedures. Your your it's the way to get the compliance to avoid the bare minimum of, of what is expected compliance to stay above and beyond because you don't want to be the next can trust. You know this. Follow what Katie's doing here. Buildmysop.com. And Katie Cravens, again, CEO of buildmysop.com. Thank you so much for being on with us. Really appreciate you taking time out. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.